0: Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes. And we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Darina Dmitrychina. Darina is a Ukrainian girl studying management at Kozminski University in Warsaw, Poland, and a junior business analyst at Profitia Management Consultants. Darina has eight years of professional swimming experience. She had to stop it due to the other priorities, such as studying at university. She loves learning new languages. She currently speaks four languages fluently english ukrainian russian and polish and she is learning french at a b1 level she was on erasmus in 2021 2022 in the UK at Aston University and she is a coordinator of Kosminski International Society of Bounce section. They help Erasmus students who come to Kosminski University have their best experience there. Darina, how are you today?
1: Hi, uh, I'm pretty nice. I have really inspired moods to uh, take part in this interview. So yes, I'm fine.
0: I'm honored, I'm happy, and I'm excited about the energy you're bringing around here. So let's begin discovering more and more about you. And I'll begin with this. Darina, if your friends and the people who really know you could describe your personality, what would they say about you?
1: I think that the first thing they would say is that I'm super helpful because um All my friends tell that even if I don't have time, opportunities, I will find the possibility to help them, all of them. And um, I think that it's really important because I never expect from people to do something back. I just want people around me to be happy, satisfied with their life. Because if people around me are happy without no problems, I can figure my Uh, I can figure out my problems and feel the best way with them.
0: Thank you. And I'm curious, since you chose management, is this desire to make people around you happy a part of the management style you will have when you become a manager or if you become a manager? How is it related to the choice of studying management?
1: okay uh, so basically i've chose management because i was always a leader in some school projects also i was the leader of a school council so i uh, felt uh, deep inside that management is something i really like i do like uh, communicating with people and giving them tasks because like the thing that i'm helpful it's also helping me in my management style because uh like we have this stereotype that manager should be very strict, etc, but it's not true now at my uni, we're learning so many types of management and like we really should understand that manager it should it should be uh, empathic, should be helpful should be open to all the communications because we're living in 21st century and all people know what they want to do so basically when you hire the person to your work this person is already like motivated to work for you so this communication like good communication between you and your working can just make uh, the management style better
0: I agree 100%. I love, too, that you mentioned that you are always a leader. This podcast is for women to inspire their confidence, for them to go after their dreams, as well as developing leadership qualities if they want to you what is your advice to maybe even teenage girls or even women who have not really developed their leadership skills on how to develop it? And to you, what does it mean for you to be a woman who is also a leader?
1: Okay, so my piece of advice is participating in all possible projects you're interested in. Because uh, until you start to pr- participate in project as a member, you wouldn't be a leader. Because same for me. First, for example, I'm now a coordinator of Kazminski International Society, but I used to be just a member who just help coordinators to organize events. Now I'm uh, like a leader of organizing uh, those events. So. Until I didn't enter um, Kazminski International Society, I wouldn't be the coordinator, same rule is uh, for everybody. And for me, uh, being a leader, it's really a huge responsibility because I know that people do expect a lot from their leader, they expect uh, support, they expect uh, to have a uh, wider information. They expect leader to solve all the problems because usually, from my experience, people are panicking a lot uh, when they don't feel like this support of the leader. So they should just realize that they're in a situation that if something happened, they will just call to the manager leader and this person can give a a really valuable piece of advice or solve the problem like in five minutes.
0: Thank you. I love that very, very much. And your suggestion for women to be more involved, to to take more responsibilities in every project they can, some might feel not so confident that they worry, oh, what if I make a mistake and people judge me? What if I'm not good enough? Um, Anything like that. How did you go about your journey of developing your confidence? And how do you advise girls and women to do things to become confident?
1: Okay, so um, my piece of advice is always taking uh, friends with you. I think that almost everybody have their close friends who are uh, who have the same interests with them. So, uh, I remember that first at school I was super unconfident and before I entered the school council uh, like I was struggling with uh, expression in myself, with talking to people. I was like really really not confident. But once Uh, me and my friend, we decided to enter the student council both together because we were both scared, but we knew that we're going to have somebody in this council already to help us to communicate, you know, like to have each other in the group. So uh, I think that just entering some projects with your friends can be a cool option because friends are always with us. And if you are friends probably you have the same interests so why not
0: perfect and to understand you even more as a woman uh, from ukraine who has been through a lot and your country is in a situation where it's really fighting for its life and in a very unfair and unjust and terrible Um, invasion how was that day february 24th for you how did you hear about the um, invasion i know that ukraine has been in war since 2014 or even longer some will say for hundreds of years but the invasion of february 24th did you believe it did you not believe it what did you do how were your emotions and how did your life change from that day till today
1: Okay, so basically, even though I'm already studying in Poland, I was studying in Poland already for two years when the war started, I was in Ukraine that day and uh, I heard many rumors that we're going to start, but uh, uh, my family was so skeptical to that, honestly. We're living in our best emotions, so optimistic. I believe we were scared because we had our backpacks packed already because uh, Ukrainian, um, Ukrainian television was spreading the information that, yes, we're not... Uh, confident that the war gonna start but you should uh, have a backpacks packed with all necessary stuff in case and my family was really skeptical to the fact that a war gonna start but we luckily packed those uh, backpacks and I was doing my visa to Poland like student visa in Ukraine and day before the war started I received it so I booked the flight on the next day and on a, I had a flight on 24th of February at 12 a.m., at 12 p.m., I'm so sorry, uh, and uh, um, we woke up uh, with my family at 3 a.m. hearing all uh, the uh, alarms. And we didn't understand at first what is going on. We turned on the TV and we understood that the war started. And for real, I couldn't believe that. Already, like in one hour, I received that my flight is canceled because uh, the sky is closed. So I was in a panicking mood. I have my uh, classes in three days. and My family and I, we are stuck in Ukraine. Uh, Also, I've got my grandma at my place uh, in Ukraine uh, after the surgery and all of these factors were just so crazy and in my family we have a lot of women so my father he was brave enough and he He made a decision that we should go to Poland because I was renting the flat uh, here in Warsaw so it was really obvious decision for us that we can live here for a while all together. So me, my mom, my sister and my grandma, we packed our bags into the car and uh, went to the border immediately. And um, yeah, my father decided that he wants uh go with us. Uh, Even though the first hours as far as as I remember men were allowed to exit but after the borders were closed but even though my father anyway he refused he was like I'm a man I should stay here and I'm so proud of him in this way Uh, so my mom she has a driving license and a car so it wasn't a problem we just went to the border together and the problem is that we stayed on the border for three days in a queue without almost no food and no water it was really difficult we uh, tried to focus on my sister because she's only five so all the food we had all the fruits all the water we like saved for her because she's a child and she can't control her willings you know so yes and in three days we were in warsaw luckily and uh when we came here it was night and i remember that i had such a tremor inside of my body and i couldn't understand how it happened and yes
0: what do you see as your future plans for some people the war made them not really believe they can plan for the future do you plan to start your own business in Europe and help Ukraine in that way? Do you plan to return to Ukraine at some point or to go somewhere um, where there are even more opportunities so that you can give back to your country? Or how do you think about yourself? Are you thinking about future plans? Or do you prefer to act today, take action now and see what opportunities open up in the future?
1: Uh, of course I do have plans both long term and short term and I'm trying to focus more on short term uh, plans because uh, they're like in one uh, up to three months uh, before me and I'm doing everything I'm doing my best to, to make them come true but of course I'm working with these short term plans on my long term plans I do love planning and I think that It's kind of a really good uh, characteristic of the manager to have a plan. Of course, this plan should be flexible because uh, as we saw with the war, with the COVID, everything can change in one second. So this plan can be like really changeable to the circumstances we face. Uh, But uh, I am not afraid. To plan because I know that those plans um, help me to build the aim of my uh, existing in this life you know uh, so basically now I'm finishing my third year of bachelor it's like finishing year so I'm finishing studying in Polish University and I plan to have a gap year after that to work and develop my um, analyst Uh, characteristics more tech skills probably and in one year I would like to move to another European country to take my master's in finances because I want to develop in the financial sphere as well because I found it interesting for me and after that uh, I think that uh, I would love to stay in uh, Europe a European Union, let's say, uh, because um, for now I uh, don't see a really opportunity to work in the Ukraine. But as soon as I realize that uh, I can help help some, like I can help in to some extent to Ukraine. Of course, I gonna help. And for example, now I'm both working and studying and I'm helping the army of Ukraine with uh, donations. And I think that it's obligatory for everybody who is working and have at least some money because like a small amount of money won't change anything for you, but will change everything uh, when it comes to the million people scale.
0: I agree 100%. And Darina, you're a language lover. How did this fascination with languages begin? And why are languages and learning languages something interesting for you? Uh,
1: so basically uh, my uh, language trip began from the childhood when I entered my school. Uh, because my school uh, in my city was focused on languages. So uh, since the fifth grade, I guess, we were studying uh, French and English as additional languages. And I've understood that I'm really good in languages because um, I didn't have a lot of problems with uh, some grammatical stuff as some of my classmates had, for example, and always I heard that I'm really good in languages and all teachers brought me to take part into the Olympiads uh, of uh, my city and country in uh, foreign languages. So I really understood that I'm, I am uh, kind of good in uh, approaching new languages. After that, like uh, in five years, I've understood that I want to move to another country, to Poland. And I have this rule that if I'm living in foreign countries, I would love to speak their language in this country because it's important when i hear uh, foreigners who are trying to speak ukrainian to me in ukraine i feel so pleased and so excited that some people are learning my language because they are learn- living in my country so uh yeah that's why I, i've decided to learn polish So it took me two years to learn Polish before I moved here and I speak fluently and by the way, I'm studying in Polish, so I I really believe I'm fluent in Polish. Uh, At the same time, I was studying English as well and I've decided that I need some practical uh, skills more, so I've uh, decided to go to England on Erasmus and it was really the boom when I came there with um, thoughts that I really do speak good English and five minutes after I've understood that I don't know English at all like their accent, their manner of speaking, their speed was so enormous that I, like I couldn't get even the half of the sentence it sounds like Chinese for me, like for real and yes, after living there for a half of the year I really believe that I became fluent and I was really thankful for this experience. And after I've understood that I should learn more uh, European languages. And as I've started to learn French uh, at school already, uh, I just realized that I should develop my knowledges. Uh, Moreover, I have um, friends from France. The, and I can practice the language with them. So it's kind of nice for me, I guess.
0: I love how introspective you are, how self-aware you are. And I want to understand that a bit more. We live in a time where too many people are on TikTok or social media or Instagram Reels. They don't spend time to understand themselves. So two things. How do you deal with social media? Do you only open it in specific times in the day? And also to relate this to women, some women lose their confidence when they see girls on Instagram that they think are more beautiful than them. So how do you keep your confidence even in a time where there are many photoshopped girls uh, who might make most uh, women and girls feel not so beautiful?
1: Okay, I should be honest that I had this problem with those girls uh, when I was looking at their pictures. I was just dreaming to have this body or this face or this shiny hair and I couldn't understand how they can have it and I'm trying to do my best and I can't. But soon I realized that all of us, we are just special the way we are. And a hundred percent, we will find the people who will appreciate that. So once I found my society, uh, my friends, my boyfriend who do love me the way I am, even though I I don't know I woke up without makeup and etc. They do really find me attractive, beautiful, uh, interesting person. All these scares just went away, and I really want everybody. understand that they should just feel comfortable the way they are maybe being skinny is not comfortable because I know that the models for example they do face some um, illnesses and it's not really a good thing like I love enjoying food I really love food so why don't go into Italy and eat this pizza and just don't care because you're just beautiful the way you are you won't be super skinny but you would be happy because you ate this pizza in napoli in italia why not
0: thank you so much darina and to understand even more something related to your uh, leadership roles currently a lot of Ukrainian girls or women in general, etc., need to sometimes or choose to go to another country to study. So it's difficult because they leave their families. They don't know if they're uh, able to make real good new friends. Maybe they're a bit shy, a bit intimidated. So for you, how did you adapt to Poland? And tell me a bit more about your work helping Erasmus Exchange students have a better experience. Maybe it can inspire girls and women who are going uh, on Erasmus or in general going to study abroad so that they build their best experience ever.
1: Okay, so basically I've moved to Poland when I was 16 and I think that it was the best decision ever made by me. Yes, I was kind of young. I was uh, far from my parents. Also, it was a COVID time, so my parents couldn't really visit me in Poland. But um, the far I lived, the far I understood that being really mature in 16 was kind of good because... Now I don't face uh, any problems with my problem solution. And the the more you leave, the more problems you're gonna face and the more difficult problems you're gonna face. And if you are able to solve those little problems when you are 16 when you move to another country you can uh, solve all the problems when you are 20 and you are in uh, another country my parents were helping me a lot by mental support but of course all visas document stuff was on my shoulders and i really do appreciate this experience because like I think that all Ukrainians going to agree that uh, living abroad is kind of difficult uh, in a bureaucracy way because you should make a lot of documents with us uh, to approve all of these documents, to translate all of these documents, and it's kind of really difficult. So um, since I'm 16, I opened more than f- five visas by my own without my parents' help for real, like I just entered the websites uh, of uh, the governments, searched for the documents needed, uh, asked for the documents needed. And I really understand that those experience was so valuable because, for example, if now I'm facing this problem, I'm going to figure it out in five days. And for example, I had the problem when I should have gone to UK for my Erasmus, my first visa application got refused like one week before me going to england and it was a big shock for me i was like mentally destroyed i thought that i won't uh, make this dream come true i thought that i won't make it and luckily my parents supported me a lot they were like okay calm down you have now three hours to figure out what we're gonna do are you refusing from, from your dream or are you searching for new ways to open your visa? So I've searched for all necessary documents which I lacked and I applied for visa and I got my visa in 10 days after. I was a bit late for Erasmus, like in I think five days late for Erasmus, but I still went there and I lived my experience there and I'm so thankful to my parents to support me in this so and for Erasmus when I went to Erasmus uh, in England in Aston University we didn't really have a lot of guys helping us so um, for Ukrainian it was kind of difficult to face all the problems in UK plus COVID time so like for real I've got many difficulties also, I've got COVID, so I needed this support. And when I come back to my university, I found that we have a group of students who are helping to adapt, to find the flats, to find uh, some doctors to other uh, Erasmus students. And I was like, yes, I want to do that. I want other people experience not to be that much difficult as mine was. And plus, I think that I'm kind of... Uh, fluent in Polish, in Poland, uh, uh, as a society, let's say. So uh, yeah, I've decided to help uh, people and I'm really happy about this decision because, um, for example, this year I have three French mates who came here and uh, yes, I was suggesting them to find, uh, to help to find flats for them because it's really difficult because some of owners of the flats don't speak English they speak Polish only also if they struggle with finding some uh, public transport I'm always here to answer their phones also we're organizing events for them because of course all Erasmus students want to party and probably they don't want uh, they don't know yet which clubs are good which are not so we're organizing even those parties uh, experience for them and I think that for the girls, it's really important because um, all the Erasmus students speak different languages. And coming back to the previous topic of languages, this experience with Erasmus students helped me a lot to improve my French and English. And uh, I think that girls who are really eager to have all the contacts in this world and to develop their language and knowledge, they should go for it
0: thank you so much darina it was my privilege and my honor to share your perspective to hear your voice to uh, share everything there is about you and there is always more thank you for this and for participating in this project
1: thanks a lot it was really amazing experience and i'm so happy i participated in rare girls podcast Mm
0: you. Mm-hmm.